Welcome to the CineScare Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Matt Speak. And I am also one of your hosts, Joe Jans. And uh, with, well, wait a minute. What's that sound I hear? It's like, uh, do I hear squeaking, I hear like squeaking wheels or it's like a, like a tricycle, tricycle approaching from the distance, from the distance. Yeah. And then what is that over there? What? It looks like a little doll. Hold on. Hold on. It's got a little, a little, uh, mic, little, uh, it's like a tape recorder of some kind in its, in its paw. <laughs> I don't know if it's a paw, but it, it's a cloven hoof cloven yeah. <laughs> hold on let me it says play me on here i let, let me see i'm gonna sure see it doesn't say play with me no. i can't read it yeah no no it says play me let me here i'm gonna as soon as this airplane goes by i'm gonna i'm gonna play the uh mic you better, what is this? You better you better do what it says all right here we go i want to play a game marcus katie you have lived your life butchering the English language. Now it is time for you to pay for the words you've destroyed with your bullwinkle meets fuzzy bear speaking patterns and your dory-like memory. Oh, that was kind of mean. I challenge you for the next 75 minutes to look inward and find the proper pronunciation for common everyday words you inexplicably struggle with, like... Homage and spool. If well, you succeed, that would be helpful. You will live for another episode. The choice is yours. Let the games begin. Wow, that wow. doll was a dick. Yeah, jeez. I'm I never, a dead man. I'm never... a dead man. I feel like my headphones is gonna like clamp on my like jaw or something like that. I'm dead. I never knew Jigsaw to be quite so snarky. Goodness. Yeah. <laughs> That was funny, guys. He's got balls for a chin, too. <laughs> Bastards. I'm, I'm so dead. I'm so dead. Oh, no. <laughs> and, of course, with us, as always, is the, the super fan, Mr. Mark Piscati. Hey, guys. Uh, the, how's it going? The Earl of the English language. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <sighs> oh, hey, uh, I, I just wanted to uh, uh, show uh, the Cinescare uh, merchandise. I mean... I mean, the listeners can't see it, but I'm wearing uh, the Cinescare <laughs> awesome uh, uh, Joe Jan's uh, uh, hoodie. Uh, and um, I just want to say that after 50 washes, it hasn't faded. It hasn't done anything. It hasn't stretched. It hasn't cracked. I mean, this is good merchandise. Yeah. And I'm wearing, uh, actually, I'm wearing a, a Cinescare uh, production T-shirt. Nice. And it is, these T-shirts are fantastic. Now... They, it does look a little worn, but in the way that you want a T-shirt to look worn, you know, it's not. It, it's got the. It, it's got a good worn look to it. But but no, I, I mean this thing. It's a soft. I love the material. It's uh, it's wonderful. Yeah, it doesn't accentuate things you don't want accentuated, and uh, it's it's a good good quality shirt. And I I'm wearing a Daffy Duck costume, <laughs> as always. Yeah. So, uh, of course, this week we have Saw, the Saw franchise, as our, you know, what would you call it, Joe? Uh, Seesaw. See? Saw? Uh, <laughs> See? The th- our theme. 
And um, but before we get to that, let's talk about things that we have watched. Joe, what what have you watched that is non theme related this week? I've watched a bunch of stuff that's non theme related. Unfortunately, none of it has to do with horror. I caught up with the Ozarks. Yes, which, uh, I I absolutely loved. I'm yeah. enamored. I'm I'm waiting with bated breath for the next half of that. Wyatt, been... Wyatt, I tell you. <laughs> yeah, that's a good. That was a. I thought this this. You know, it's funny. Was really good. The, I really enjoy that show, but the one thing oh, that I drives like... me up a wall is that girl's voice, and that's the first no. thing Mark's going to do. With impression. Of, yeah. Ruth. Ruth. Oh, I oh no, I love voice. Ruth. Yeah. Why? No, it's just her. I love her as a character. I just can't stand her when she opens her mouth and says things. Oh, oh no, I, I love, love her accent. I love her. her. Voice I love the accent. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Yeah, no, I think she's fantastic. I didn't realize she was also in the uh, Frank Miller's Sin, Se- Sin City sequel. Oh, she no. was? Yeah. Who what was, was she? she in that? Uh, one of the main characters, like the, the main character. I think I saw it once. I was like, eh, okay. Joseph Gordon-Levitt's in it. Um, Josh Brolin's in it. And and she's like the main girl. Who is she? No. Now I, have I don't to, think actually you know I what I never saw it. I didn't I didn't mean to bring the podcast to a screeching halt, but <laughs> oh. so no, I, I I did finish um what was that uh show on Netflix, the one with the number in it that I was watching. <laughs> the Oh, Archive apartment 81. complex. Archive eighty one. Why? Yeah. Yeah. Archive eighty one. I finished that too. Yeah. Did you? Mark, you did you watch that? Um, I uh, held off on it a little bit because I got uh, hooked on uh, a series that we'll talk about later. Okay. I I did enjoy it. Um, I would have liked to have seen a different ending. I would have liked to have seen a more horrific ending mm-hmm. but um but it yeah. was it was definitely enjoyable i thought that it was great up to a certain point I th- maybe the last third of the series kind of yes. became a little typical it wasn't bad but it just wasn't no. it wasn't as good as what had been set up right yeah that's and i i think if you go back and listen to our last podcast i kind of gave a little forewarning that that's right about when it's starting to tip the scales there so yeah i think um, somewhere around I don't know. How many episodes were there? Nine? I think there was eight. Eight? eight. Yeah, somewhere eight. around six to seven, somewhere in there. The last, yeah. It was like the last couple, it kind of took a turn that made it yes. sort of a typical kind of thing when it before that had been pretty... Um, Atypical? Okay, well, it had been almost like a, a an art house kind of thing more, or, or, you know, I could see almost like... It, it had more of an artistic bent to it, you know, especially this, the, the pilot. Uh, but I, I feel like either they, I don't know if they were pressured to do something that was a little more mainstream by the end, or if they just kind of went that route. I don't know. But I, I really liked the whole tone and feel of most of the series. Yeah. It wasn't until maybe towards the end that it, it I didn't, and, and I don't mean to be too negative because I, I still liked it a lot and we were hooked on it and, and we did enjoy ourselves, but looking back on it, I was like, boy, I wish they had just kind of stuck with the same tone that they had before. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's, it's one of those things where they, where it's kind of like lost and I'm a little worried about 
Yellow Jackets as well, in that they, there's a big mystery built up with a lot of clues and a lot of weird, you know, details and things like that. And you just wonder to yourself, are they going to be able to maintain that toward to the end? Or is it going to, are they going to have to change tone a little bit? And so far, Yellow Jackets has stayed true. But, but the, yeah, I, I thought, I don't know. Do you, do you know if there's going to be another? I, I know, I think there's. It's a. It's based on a podcast, and I think the right. podcast is like three or four seasons. Three. They're on third season. They've wrapped, or they're in the middle of, I believe, or ending season three now. But I have not yet seen any announcements of a second season for Netflix. Ah, okay. Mm, no, there's no announcements yet. You'd think that they would, because that was the number one show on Netflix for like a good week or two after it was released. It's still in the top ten. Yeah. 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 You'd yeah. think they'd be announcing that pretty quickly, but I don't know. Uh, what so else? that was it. That I was mean, it. That I, was all you watched. yeah, I was actually I was catching up on sitcoms. Although this is horror related, I was catching up on the last season of um, What We Do in the Shadows, which you know that's vampires. That is, so I guess that, that is counts. great. Yes, I I yeah. haven't I haven't seen it. I, Colin oh. Colin Robinson is by far my favorite character in the whole thing. Isn't Mark Hamill in that? Yes, periodically. Periodically, okay. yeah. Who does he? Pl- I can't remember who he plays. I I I saw like a, a scene with him. I think he's like a grandfather or like a, a huge vampire in it. Yeah. Um, it could be wrong. Yeah, he. No, I've never seen it. He is a vampire in it. I just. Boy, this is why people tune into our podcast is for the hard hitting facts. <laughs> they sure do. And the, and the, so. uh, the yeah. consummate professionalism. Yeah. Yeah. No, that show. I love that show. It is. It's. It's. I think right now probably the funniest show on TV or one of the funniest shows on TV. And uh, it just it keeps getting better every season. I like the way this last season wrapped up. It. It. Uh, it's going to be at least the, you know it feels like they're going in a not a necessarily different direction, but they're branching out a little bit. So going to be kind of cool isn't is isn't it isn't this the creators that are the flight of the concords yeah okay good yeah and they i mean there was a movie what we do in the shadows as well okay i didn't watch that either (laughs) which is yeah it's it's mark son of a bitch (laughs) um yeah no the movie is fantastic it's absolutely hilarious it's with the guys from Flight of the Concords and uh, Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi, yeah, yeah, who is who did Thor and Thor yeah, Ragnarok, yep. right? And yeah, let, Jojo Rabbit, did, and, yeah. Did, just so everybody knows, I know who Danny Elfman is. I knew he was a <laughs> composer. I didn't just didn't know he was in an '80s band. That's all it was. Or that he sang Nightmare Before Christmas. Or that you'd never seen Nightmare Before Christmas. Well, well I mean, I mean, it's, or had it's, any it's, idea who Oingo Boingo was. No, I no, I did it. Look, like or, I, or, I, or what Christmas is. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know facts. It's just there's a lot of entertainment out there. It's like you can't watch them all. That is uh, true. Apparently, nightmare. Like you know, like Joe never saw American Werewolf in London. That's like Matt and I are like what? But I have now. Yeah, I will. I will watch it. Uh-huh. Watch Nightmare on Elm Street. No, uh, I mean, no, there's the bear trap going down. Son of a bitch. <laughs> watch I'm watch not them sure both. What that meant, but watch them both. Yeah, well, you can, it's possible to watch more than you know. I mean, you watch a lot of things that you've watched I before. Do. 
Well, I watched the Ozarks in less than 24 hours, the latest season, because, huh? I mean, <laughs> I had to. Yeah. I mean, the Ozarks, what? Wah, so good. What else, uh, what did you watch, Mark? Oh, um, yeah, so uh, so what do you get when you uh, put George Clooney, Laura Dern, uh, Charlie Sheen, and Louise Fletcher, and John Rias uh, Davis in a movie? Something you watched? Yeah, uh, I watched uh, You Get Grizzly 2 Revenge, a 1983 sequel to the 1976 movie Grizzly. But here's the catch. Uh, It was released in 2020, 37 years uh, later. Now, the original wasn't that bad. I mean, you know, they actually used a real bear in this movie. Um, It's basically a ripoff of off of uh, Jaws, you know, the natural horror kind of uh, genre. You get grizzly, uh, frogs, that kind of stuff after, you know, Jaws. And um, they even blew up the bear at the end of Grizzly. Um, But what attracted me to this film was the actors. You got Clooney, Dern, uh, Sheen, and Fletcher. So uh, they all uh, are given screen credits, you know, at the beginning, but the... uh, Here's the fun fact of it. Uh, it was they're in the first four minutes of the film. Um, so, anyways, um, I, I think I timed it. I think it was like three minutes and fifty-seven seconds. Like they were in the film. So, anyways, uh, I, I went off track there. So, anyways, there uh, there's going to be a huge rock concert with like over like a thousand, maybe even a hundred thousand people. Uh, doing a rock concert in the woods, in the forest. Louis Fletcher plays a politician who wants uh, the concert to happen for political reasons, hence Jaws. It's a total ripoff. Um, John Rias uh, Davis, in, in my massacring his name. John. You know, the, no, you know, I the think guy, it's, it's the, pronounced John. Yeah, it's it's John. You know the guy that was in uh, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yes, I'm in the Matatu to see. I am the ruler, yes. and then he like catches the date. Bad yeah. dates. Yeah, that guy. It's uh, John. I think it's John. Gimli. Reece. Gimli. Yeah, I think it's John Reese Davies. John. John. Or John Rice Davies. Reese or Rice? I'm not sure, but it's yeah, John Rice Davies. All right, I, I, I so I'm already dead. I, I missed. You were close. You were close. It's fine. Okay. Okay. Uh, you got me like hooked on and like you know. You got John right. <laughs> I think you okay. mispronounced "pronounce" though. Okay. <laughs> so, so, anyways, what happens is that uh, uh, so he's in it. He he's in a movie and he plays basically the character of Quint, uh, who calls the grizzly like devil bear. Apparently, uh, they didn't have enough uh, footage for actual stero- uh, storytelling, so. They put like 15 minutes or maybe even a half hour of horrible 80s songs in it and footage of building the stage. And uh, oh, and, and, and by the way, uh, they did tell, uh, if I didn't tell you guys, uh, John Rias Davis, Rias, whatever. You, we know John Rice Davies, that's fine. John Rice Davies, uh, he plays an Indian or. Uh, He's like a half breed of like Davy Crockett and an Indian, and uh, one—it's one of the greatest, uh, cheesiest performances ever. Um, I'll never watch Lord of the Rings ever again after watching this. You know, in the same way after watching this film, 
this movie, in my opinion, has dethroned Drive-In Massacre. It's that good. Hmm. It's that good, guys. Where can our listeners find this feature uh, It's film? on Showtime. It's on Showtime, Amazon Showtime. Oh, I don't have Showtime. Oh. Okay. Yeah, let's check it out. And, yeah, so and it's called Grizzly 2? Grizzly 2 <laughs> Revenge. All right. Yeah, let's it's check great. it out. It, a, a I loved the first one. I, didn't, I, I guess I didn't even realize there was a part two. I mean, the first one is so... So bad it's good, but yeah, I, yeah, so I really liked good. I really liked the first one, but oh, you're gonna yeah. love it. This was shot 38 years ago, but released 37 years ago. 37 years ago, but released in 2020. Yeah, 2020. Because I'm yeah. I'm looking at pictures on IMDb, and George Clooney looks young, very young. Yeah, yeah, and Laura this Laura was like Vernon, Charlie Sheen's in it, and Louis this, Fletcher. This was like right up his alley back then, because you know he was in Return of the, the Attack Killer of the Tomatoes Killer Tomatoes. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, huh. Joe, Matt, I'm telling you, you have to, you have to watch it. It's great. Um, yeah. Also, um, I watched uh, Smoke and Mirrors on Tubi, and uh, this is a documentary of the great Tom Savini, the iconic uh, horror film special effects artist. Uh, this documentary, this documentary, uh, explores Tom when he was uh, in early child. He was an early child uh, discovering horror movies for the first time, how he started in, into, you know, mass making and special effects and starting his own college. I, it's pretty good. It's, it's, it's light. It's, it doesn't go into, like, the mass making and really, like, the special effects. It's more about his life. But um, I really enjoyed it. If you're a Tom Savini fan, uh, please uh, watch that film. Um, and then I uh, discovered Station Eleven because uh, Matt recommended it, and I started on episode one last night, and I went into four o'clock in the morning because I couldn't stop. I woke up, I had the day off, you know, on Tuesdays, and I watched the hell out of it, and I finished it all in one day. Um, this this show's great. I, I it's not horror. It's not even there are like suspenseful scenes in this. Um it's it's just a nice slow burn and it just, you know, like what would you do in uh, you know, if a virus, you know, took over? It's a, it's, it's it's not I, I wouldn't necessarily say it's horror either, it's but not it's not horror. But it's definitely in I mean, it, it, it's dealing with a situation that is often a horror situation, and right. and it, uh, you know, it's an apocalypse situation. So it's it's sort of it it does delve into the area that is often horror, but it doesn't really go into horror, um, really. So, but it's it's, it's a great show. That's oh for sure. Oh my gosh, it's so good, man. Yeah. So good. And uh, who's that comedian that uh, took over a golf course? What's his name? The guy with the glasses, the bald head. David Cross. Yes, David Cross. That's in. Uh, it's in. Uh, that was he was on Arrested Development, and he's in Station correct. Eleven. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what an idea he had! Because I always uh, like I worked at a golf course for like seventeen years, and. I always thought of myself like working 17 years at this golf course. It's a, like a Scottish links. And I always thought of myself, it's like, what happens if a zombie, a, a, you know, apocalypse happened? 
And I always said I would go to Prairie Landing or, you know, the golf course I went to. And because the Scottish Links is like wide open. And if it was like the uh, the Romero, like zombies that would just walk, you know, you just get grab guns and you would like just shoot them off because you could see them like walking up, you know, from a far distance. I don't know. I just thought it was neat that they were that some of this uh, show was like at a golf course. It was just great. It was it, it was fun. It was fun. And um, so there's one show that I haven't seen, and I'm hoping um, that Matt and Joe actually, like, follow me on maybe this journey. Um, It's on Netflix, and uh, it's called All of Us Are Dead. Have you guys heard of it? Nope. I I have, and I I am not going down another... 10 hours of Korean zombie films. <laughs> okay. I, I did see it. It did. It, it initially, it hooked me in. Yeah. But I've watched so many of these multi-part, like eight, nine, 10 episode hour long, each Korean uh, horror films mm-hmm. or horror series. I should say that it's the same thing. I like the first three. I'm like, Oh, this is great. This is awesome. Four and five starts to wane. And then I'm, I'm invested and the rest of the, I've never liked the ending of most of these things. And, um, I, I just, I lose interest, but I have to finish it. Yeah. You know, I feel so compelled. So, um, yeah, I, so Joe's out, you let let me know. You let me know if I'm wrong. All right. And then maybe I'll follow you afterwards. It looks good. Okay. Anything else? Was that, Oh, no, you watched no, her. that's it. I, I took it up. I took up enough time. How about you, Matt? Uh, well, I let's see. <clears throat> I I think last time I had already finished Station Eleven and talked about it, but I agree that was a fantastic show. Uh, Archive eighty one, another number episode uh, show. Joe, that one I like. We said earlier, uh, I, I I really liked it up to a certain point, and and I I actually I liked it. The whole way through. I loved the first five, six, maybe seven episodes were really, really, really strong. And it set up a mystery that I thought was compelling. And it was one that you really get sucked into. It is one of those Netflix shows where you, you know, they're trying to get you to binge it. Right. And it is very bingeable. Like you can, you can definitely uh, kill a day watching a bunch. We, Michelle and I, we didn't binge. I think we the most we watched in one sitting was maybe three episodes, but it was one that you could have just kept going if you'd had time or or whatever. So I, I really liked it, and it's certainly something to check out. Uh, other than that, I think we talked about Yellow Jackets and and some of those. So no, I think that was pretty much it. I. I mean, most of my free time <laughs> was consumed watching. Um, uh, you know, there is one show that I wanted to mention. I don't know if you guys have watched, and it's it's not it's definitely not horror, but it is in a genre, and that is uh, Titans. Have you guys watched Titans on on HBO Max, which is that DC show? It has to do. It's like the Teen Titans. Uh, um, make mine Marvel. Um, I, I stay away from DC, but I know there's some like good stuff, but, uh, 
it it's it's good. It's a really it's it actually I I think it starts out a little weird, but it, it I think it's a pretty good show. I, de- I definitely recommend that. I have been watching also. Um, That's with the Red Hood. Like I I believe the Red Hood's like back in like season two. I I've only, we just started watching. Like we've been we're about a, I don't know a handful of episodes into season one. And oh, it's, okay. so it's it's he's still Robin. He hasn't turned into whatever Nightwing. Oh no, that's or whatever. Oh, and um, and and but it's got Raven. It's got all these, and it, it, so it's pretty interesting. We're we're enjoying it so far. Does and, it have Beast Boy? Yeah, Beast Boy's in it. Oh, and cool. uh, I I guess once they get going, like tons are in it. But I I don't I'm not all that familiar with all of those characters. But it's I like it. And then there's Peacemaker, which I've been watching. Again, not horror related, but I just want to mention it. I it I'm not a huge fan of of uh, James Gunn, except for his um um the you know Guardians of the Galaxy. I like those, but I I I didn't find the Suicide Squad all that great, and I didn't find this the the movie where it's a Superman horror movie. Uh, what was that one called? Where it's a the Superman oh. story, but a horror movie. Uh, with the kid? Yeah, with the kid. Oh, killing joke? No, no. Um, yeah, I can't remember the name of it now. I can't. I want to say Cloverfield because it's a weird name oh, like that, but it's I not. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Um, anyway, but uh, I, but I, I didn't really care for that one. I, when he ventures away from Guardians of the Galaxy, I don't really uh, care for his stuff that much. So I'm not. Yeah. Brightburn. Brightburn. Yeah, Brightburn. Yeah, nice yeah. joke. That's right. I I loved the concept of that, and I was so excited to see it. When I went to see it, I was like, ah, that kind of stunk. And and a Peacemaker, I think it's just not that funny. It's you know, it, I don't know. It's just it's not that great to me. But there, it has its moments. But overall, eh. Of course, I'm it's I'm probably not the audience. It's meant audience is meant for, but. Um, if I can, I mean, if you guys are going to talk comics, I just want 30 seconds. Okay. If you like Brightburn, if you like the concept of, um, Superman, but being evil, there's a great book. It's not a movie, but there's a graphic novel called Red Sun oh. where it's basically what would oh, happen yeah. if Superman had landed in Russia. Oh, I know. It was Russia's savior. Yeah. Is it called Red Sun? Red Sun. S O N. I had heard of that. Yeah. I had heard of that. Very um, good. Yeah, I, I mean, like, growing up, I was kind of like big... Invincible. What's that? Kind of like Invincible. No. Okay. Yeah, growing up, I was I, I was very much into Superman and Batman, so I, I like some of those, but there haven't been very many good ones. Um, you gonna keep making faces, Mark, through every t- thing no, I say? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like? No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. No, no. Yeah. I'm a Marvel fan. I'm a Marvel fan. I'm sorry. I'm, it, no, no. I'm, I just like movies. Apologies. I like movies and TV. I know. So that's, do that's I. That's all. I, I love. I, the I don't. I don't Nolan. look at it. And say, I love oh, all I'm a Paramount guy. Is that is I'm, that 20th Century Fox? No, I can't handle I, that. I, no. I'm, I'm a not Paramount saying guy. that. I, I like the Batman movies. I like. I like the Superman movies. Man you know of what Steel, I like? Man of Steel is amazing. I'm you know an HBO I like? guy. I won't watch anything on Showtime. Sorry. Oh, I swear to God. <laughs> you know what I like? What? Saw, Saw movies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's there right. we go. Well, can I finish mine first before Mark oh, yeah, go ahead. making faces yeah. again? Yeah. Uh, the, the last thing I want to mention is I just finished a book on, on uh, Audible, an audio book, called The Last House on Needless Street. 
And it is, it's really interesting. I don't want to say anything about it because the less you know going into it, the better. It is, it is definitely one that, well, I don't even want to say anything. The less you know, the better. But it's really interesting. It's about, it, it has to do with serial killers, uh, ch- a killer of children, and um, survival. And, and it is really trippy. And it, they are making it into a movie. Uh, they actually, from what I understand, I was, I was reading about this book as I was getting into it. And I believe the book was released last fall, but it was optioned for a movie like last spring before it was even released. So it's got, it had a huge buzz on it. And I, and I, th- I believe they're filming it right now from what I understand. And it, but it, it's really good. It also means I have to change the title of the book that I have right now being considered at a publisher because my book is called The Last House. <laughs> so probably going to need to change the title of that book. Um, it's not the same story, but, um, but it's, yeah, I, but this is called The Last House on Needless Street, and it's kind of this big thing now. Um, but the, if you listen to audiobooks, I do when I'm, when I'm uh, you know, I'm commuting. I, it takes me a half hour or so to get to work every day. So it's, it's, you know, I get an hour of the audiobook out of the way pretty much every day. So it's, it's perfect for me. And it, so if you do have a commute, I highly recommend it. it it's, uh, it's an, some, some books I find when you're listening to them, it's hard to pay attention while you're driving because for whatever reason you find yourself daydreaming while you're driving or you're looking at something else and you're not really paying attention. This one is very easy to pay attention to while you're driving out. I don't know why other than maybe the the writing is really good, but also the performances are fantastic. And, and, and believe, and I've listened to a lot of audio books and, and that makes a big difference because when you listen to a book that the, that the narration is terrible, it just about ruins it. Um, so anyway, I highly recommend that it is definitely horror genre, but it also mixes some other genres in there. Thriller, mystery, uh, whodunit kind of thing. And, uh, psychological thriller, definitely heavy th- psychological thriller. It's, it's really great. And it's not, I, the, the most I'll say about it is it's not what you're expecting. And there, and it, it's funny because it almost, you know, that in in Scream, this latest Scream, the reboot, re requel or whatever it is, they they did that scene where the guy kept opening up refrigerator doors, and then you'd be expecting somebody to be on the other side of the door when he closes it again. They kept doing that. This book sort of does that with tropes. You know, because there's a lot of books about a kid that was kidnapped or a serial killer or, you know, whatever. There's a lot of those kinds of books around. And so there's a lot of those tropes out there. And this one sort of plays around with those tropes a little bit. It's 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 very interesting. So if you if you want to just read the book, obviously, you know, that's a good idea, too. But if you want uh, but if you do listen to audiobooks, I highly recommend it because the performances there are two people narrating. There's a guy and a, a woman, and they're both fantastic. In fact, I, I would say it's probably the best audiobook performance I've ever listened to. So uh, definitely highly recommend that, and that is The Last House on Needless Street. Nice. Uh, all right. Well, this brings You know us, what I like? You like the movie <laughs> Saw or the Saw <laughs> franchise? I like the Saw movies. The Saw <laughs> movies. Well, that's that is what we're here for, Joe. 
and Mark. We're here. In the for... biz is called a segue. This Who is... recommended it? Yeah, one of your friends, right? Yeah, man? my friend Iski uh, Iskandar. He or Iskander. Iskander. Uh, That's totally made up. That's made up. <laughs> what is that? Iskander. Iski Iskander is his name. Yeah. Iski Iskander. Yeah, I mean his. I think his first name is something else, but he goes by Iski. Boy, I really, I'm, I'm, I'm showing how well I know him right now. But uh, he's actually a good friend of a, a woman I used to work with, and we were all good friends. And anyway, Iski my friend, and I went, my friend, Mister Snuffleupagus, recommended this series to me. So. <laughs> um, yeah, they, they we went to the season screamings horror convention of, of, a month ago anyway and while we were at it he said you know i really want you guys to do the scream franchise and i and that i hadn't saw. thought of scream or i'm sorry saw. saw franchise i really want you to do the saw franchise and i hadn't thought of saw because i, I don't really care for you know I, I think i've only had up till now had only watched maybe the first three but I don't think I'd watched any after that. I loved the first movie, but I just really never cared for the ones after that that much. But um, which one is the one with the pigs? Is that three? Yes, that's three. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I had watched through three, and then I don't think I'd seen any uh, since then. So my whole reasoning for picking this was was because Iski you know, requested it. And I thought, well, you know what? That's a series I haven't watched uh, very much of. This was one I had thought of as being a pick. And uh, another one that I'd thought of picking that I, was a series that I've only, I think I've only seen the first one. And even the first one, I think I've only seen a little bit of, and that is the purge. So that might be, that might be a pick that, well, if you guys, one of you guys don't take it, I, I might pick that, uh, you know, a couple episodes down or whatever. So anyway, I uh, well, let's talk about the first one. I you know when this one came out, I thought it was it was a cool concept, right? You're like you don't see many where it's basically one. I mean, there are it cuts to other things, but it's basically one setting, and you don't see that a lot in movies. And when you do, if it's done well, it's really effective because it it isn't done that often. You know. Go ahead, Jeff. I I thought it was groundbreaking. For, you know, there yeah. was nothing, it was very unique. There was nothing like this up until when it came out. Right. And it, it was suspenseful enough that it kept you on the edge of your seat. And it, it's, it's exactly, you know, they're not lying. It's, it's a puzzle. You're, you're getting little pieces to make the, the complete picture throughout the entire movie. And it's a very difficult puzzle to put together, which is why the ending is so shocking. Right. And I, I left the theater the first time I had seen this with all sorts of questions like that all revolve around the concept of, well, what next now what happened, which is why I was not only thrilled that there was a sequel, let alone what nine total movies. Yeah. But nine times. I will say they have, really gone out of their way to explain or close off any loose ends movie to movie to movie. Yeah. Like I, I think if you were to sit down and watch the entire franchise or at least five movies in one day, like I like stupidly do. Yeah. Um, my brain was tapioca by the end of that day, by the way. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you insane. were to watch all nine movies, 
you everything should be solved. There's no, no nothing left you hanging, no um pieces of the puzzle left over. It was just very well that that gave me comfort watching all of those. It's like, "Oh, okay. I I'd have nothing bad to say about that one. That that loop got closed, that loop got closed. We're all done." Yeah, yeah. I I I I totally agree with that. Um what what I got out of this uh franchise cuz I only watched the first and the second one before um this uh podcast before we start, you know, recording. Well, not rec- you know what I mean. Uh I only saw one and two. And so I didn't see three. So I had to, you know, I rewatched. I knew I liked the first one. Going through this franchise, what I thought of this uh, franchise was it's a CSI TV show. And with um, takes from the movie Seven and Hostel. Do you, did, did you guys get any of that? No? Well, like I a thought, CSI show? Yeah, I, th- I think... Saw came out before Hostel, right? Didn't the first one come out yes. before Hostel? Because it you did. can see the the series take a turn after Hostel has been released. Like it definitely becomes more torture porn. Whereas mm-hmm. the first one wasn't so much. It was more, um, I guess, almost more of a mystery. But yeah, uh, they definitely take a harder edge. You know, right around the time that that Hostel comes Hostel out. Hostel came out. I yeah. think it was. But, um, it, but I could definitely. See, I see Seven in there too, especially in the first movie because the detectives seem like they're dressed like, like. Uh, uh, throughout the whole entire franchise, they got the white shirts. You know, even all the way to Spiral. You know, they look like, um, like it. Even in uh, part, uh, the final chapter of Saw, uh, they had the guy uh, who played Tau. Todd Browning in um, uh, Final Destination. He was the lead actor that I think you guys weren't a fan of um, in Final Destination, the actor. But he was like rubbing his hair, you know, like his head. He was doing like the Brad Pitt. It's like he watched like seven. He's going, all right, I'm going to do that character. And he was doing, you know, that kind of like uh, uh, mimics of what Brad Pitt did in seven. But yeah, it, it it feels like seven. It feels like a CSI um, episode. But Joe's absolutely right. All the way through this, each film just keeps on going one after the other, just satisfying uh, what movie you just saw before. And all these movies came out year after year after year after year. It's it, except uh, it like after uh, uh, part. Like the final chapter, I think it was part seven, um, they did a couple years, and then it was like ten years afterwards, I believe. But I believe it was year after year, like from Saw, Saw 2, Saw 3. It was, they, yeah, they it was 2004, 5, 6, 7, 8, uh, 9, and then 10 was Saw the final chapter. Mm-hmm. And then they skipped to 2017 for Jigsaw, and then 2021 for Spiral. Yeah. Yeah, so they were they were cranking these babies out year after year, and Hostel came out in two thousand five. Yeah, and that's when it, I think it was what two. So that was uh, Saw three. Yeah, and Saw Saw three definitely. Which took was a... my favorite? That was my favorite one out of all of them. Believe it or not, I love Saw three. Although I, I, I mean, I'm not picking a favorite. I, I will say, no, I will say I enjoyed the entire 
uh, original series, the one through seven, uh, quite a bit actually. Yeah, but my uh, the thing I'm so fascinated about. Mark and I were talking about this earlier. Was the um, beginning of part four, yes. where uh, Tobin Bell, his Jigsaw character, is uh, getting an autopsy, mm-hmm. and just the special effects of like I my notes in this is how do you how do you make a corpse for an autopsy for a yeah. movie? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just so realistic. They've got bones that are getting cracked in there, and they're going layer after layer. The muscle, like I, the muscle yeah, tissue. Yeah, I'm just so fascinated on how Lally, they physically how they created this thing. It was uh It, it was, was a work amazing, of art. Yeah. I, I actually uh, stopped um, the film and uh, brought it back and just took a video and sent it to Joe. I was like, look at this. Like, yeah. what the hell is this gorgeous like piece of artwork? And the thing that I, it keeps going off in the back of my head was, you know, this is a film. They... They probably had to do this scene more than once. Mm-hmm. So you got to wonder, you know, not only did they make this gorgeous, uh, fully interactive corpse, but they probably had to make like two and three of them. Yeah. yeah Fascinating. Should've, yeah. Should have yeah. looked, looked up who did the special effects on that. Wow. Yeah, the practical effects were fantastic. Um, but... I I didn't love this series at all. I I think I probably liked a couple of the movies. I like one. Um, I thought two was okay, and after that, I it, I just I it was a struggle for me to get through this one. This was a this was probably other than the clown episode, probably my my biggest struggle to get through this uh the movies. What's it? What what what's it? The the detectives. It's just so dumb. The detective, it's got the dumbest detectives of all time in every movie. They're all dumb. And then that one, the one detective who takes over, um, yeah, is just awful. And I'm sorry, but Chris Rock, come on, man. He's horrible. Awful. Like, <laughs> he, he just, and they had, they had wait, so many wait. scenes that are just focused on his face. And I'm like, Oh, terrible, terrible. I have I have a feeling that Joe really liked Spiral. No. No, you did wrong. it. <laughs> no, it it was more like uh hey everybody, Chris Rock's going to work on some of his new material for his stand-up act. Oh yeah, and by the way, he's going to do it in the middle of while we're shooting a movie. <laughs> it was it was garbage. Yeah, he He's talking about the Forrest Gump monologue at the very beginning of the film. Yeah, all yeah. of it. And why was Samuel L. Jackson in that film? Doesn't he? I, I mean, is he just trying to be in every film ever made? Yeah, he, I'm sure it was the paycheck. It's totally unnecessary. It had to oh, be I'm the sure it was. paycheck. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't. I mean, I love the practical effects. I love certain this is parts. This New Jack City shit. Um, <laughs> but I just, I found myself just getting so bored with this series. I, I couldn't. I just could. I'm glad you guys liked it because I, I was like, oh man, I, I will be really upset if we get here and all three of us hate it as much as I do. So I'm glad you guys liked it. Um, no, I mean, it's it's very formulaic, you know, when you start getting, after the original, which, like yeah. I said, was unique. They're like, all right, they let's all turn on another and turn me. on another. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, it's, if you like the formula, you'll like all yeah. the movies. Although yeah. I can see you getting tired of it. Yeah. But they did, I, 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 I mean, I got to admit, be, they to do a fair. decent job. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right, I will. 
they <laughs> they did they were creative in trying to change up the formula movie after movie. You know, you never saw the same like kill twice. Well, well, they they yeah. brought that that bear bear, bear trap trap thing like almost every episode for like a few there. I mean, but but they, yeah, they did ju- start relying they, on flashbacks quite a bit. Yeah. Well, but what? not only that, but they had like three different people with the bear trap thing on their head at different times. Well, and, it's like Coca Cola Classic, Matt. You know, you don't, you know, <laughs> if it wins, people want to see it again. Yeah, I guess that hey, got to give been, the people what they want. I guess I that's the iconic trap. But I, to be fair, this is probably not the best series to binge. You know, because they all are so similar. I suppose if you waited year after year and watched them every year, maybe it would go down a little better and if i don't know um no, i actually enjoyed binging this though because like uh, I, I i mean I, I spaced it out a little bit but i mean i actually enjoyed because it was a continuous storyline the only problem was is that the characters were a little bit i mean just bad actors and it was just like bad characters and it, it wasn't that interesting because the characters were just not that inter- interesting. I mean, Donnie Wahlberg was great um, in it in part two. I mean, all he did was scream. He's going, "Where's my kid?" and whatnot. Um, I I did like Amanda. I, I thought Amanda was great from uh, uh, episode uh, two, basically, and three. And I, I, I thought she was great. Um, and then, I would I would like to uh, go over a few things. Um, that I found interesting. I found uh, an article, and I, I'll just summarize each of the points a little bit. It's kind of it, it's kind of fun to go through um, the plot holes. Um, it, it the article is titled "It's on Screen Rant," and the article I just found this like right before we started recording. Uh, Ten biggest Saw franchise plot holes that fans choose to ignore. Now, a couple of these, I, I don't know that, that I, I feel like the author was, was reading into it a little bit, but uh, Gordon, uh, t- the number 10, Gordon, that's the doctor, right, from the first one, yes. he cuts off his own foot or whatever. And, and then you, it was interesting, because I remember you, after a few oh, episodes, spoiler. Said, are they going to bring, well, everybody, <laughs> if, yeah, by the way, it's, maybe it's, we won't. It's on the... Cover of the yeah. Blu-ray. Yeah, Obviously, he, he our, saws our, off his foot. Our franchise episodes, we go, we we do spoilers, uh, yeah. except for maybe the newest movie if it just came out. Anyway, yeah, he cuts off his own foot and leaves. And then I remember Mark after a few episodes was, uh, you know, watching it, a few of the movies. You said, are they going to bring him back? And of course they yeah. do. But um, anyway. Uh, major subplot in the fir- in the first saw concerns Lawrence Gordon being the primary suspect in the jigsaw killings. It doesn't make sense because he is an oncologist who worked long hours. It would be ve- easily verified by the cops that he was not that he couldn't have been uh, ha- wouldn't have had enough time to be jigsaw. Oh no. Um, but of course, a lot of these hinge upon the fact that the cops are really kind of dumb in this series. Uh, Jigsaw as a dead body. Uh, he said the the guy this the guy who wrote this is Nathan Sharp from Screen Rant. Uh, he says much has been spoken and written about the dead body in the first Saw film, probably because it doesn't make sense. 
Uh, While Kramer rising from the bathroom floor makes for spectacular ending, it doesn't hold up. In particular, did Gordon, a professional doctor, seriously not question the validity of this supposedly dead body? I don't know. Um, Oh, well, all right. I'd like to address this. Yeah. Because of the shot, right? Yeah. I mean, I, he did, I don't know if it was in the first one or one of the, they all run together later, but he did, he did take something. He injected himself with something that was supposed to slow his heart down and basically knock himself out. So he would be immobile and not breathe. But I think what Matt's talking about is that, uh, the skin color, when someone dies, the skin color, you know, like, goes, like, blue or a gray, and I don't think... Yeah, but not, like, immediately. Wouldn't he have noticed that he oh, was Oh, that's right. It was only, like, how how many... Like, how much time did they have in the first uh, Saw movie to uh, get out of It was like an hour. Well, and the was other it an thing, hour? He oh, yes. Yeah, so when so he then, dips yeah. the cigarette into the blood and tries to get the guy to smoke it, like... You know, I mean, the guy didn't wasn't going to notice that there was red. <laughs> and the first thing you look at when you smoke a cigarette well, it was is a the, bad yeah, acting job. It was a bad acting yeah. job. He was like, yeah. uh, uh, he was like convulsing. Yeah, like, right, how do you, you even that believe one. that? I'll um, give you that one, Mister Speak. Uh, number eight, Timothy Scott is the poor recipient of the famous rack trap, right? The guy in what is it, part three? Who's who's got the things that twist and his legs start breaking or whatever? He's in the rack. Yes. Um, yep. He accidentally co- because and it, he was in it because he accidentally caused the death of of the guy's son, right? And the only witness to the case was the girl, right? Yeah. And but it, it's fair to assume she never reported the accident to the police. And if she never reported the accident, then how was Timothy identified as the drunk driver who killed Dylan? Furthermore, witnesses to crimes are even if she did report it to the police. Police would protect the 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 identity of the witness. So how would Jigsaw know who to capture? Wasn't there a camera, like like a street camera, that was videotaping that? No, there wasn't. I don't re- no, no, there wasn't. No. Um, let's see. Again. Let's see. Uh, oh. It turns out the Saw franchise is playing fast and loose with time periods. It's clearly established that John Kramer abducts Cecil Adams during a Year of the Pig Street Festival. You remember that? Yes, I do. The Year of the Pig is the Chinese Zodiac, and the two most recent Years of the Pig were 1995 to 1996, 2007-2008. Uh, John was... was was diagnosed with cancer in 2003. So he was both seven years too late and four years too early for a year of the pig festival. I, I always had a problem with, with, with the John Kramer, like cancer thing, because I, it was like, how long is this guy living? And they, they were pretty clear, like going like, you know, with the flashbacks of when he had cancer and all that, but this guy lived forever. Yeah. This guy, I mean, well, and, and I how many, tra- how many kills kept happening after? Um, uh, another one. I'll just go through these quickly. Uh, the mausoleum trap. <laughs> all the guy had to do is pull his lips apart, which is what he did after. But he, he did got anyway. Tra- yes, oh, I had a big right. issue that with that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Strom's cell phone. Uh, uh, that's the I think the FBI agent. Yeah, gets the box around his head. Um. 
That was a great scene, though. That was that was pretty smart when he put the pen in his uh, neck and he started breathing. Yeah, out. I yeah. thought, no, I thought did, that was pretty it, clever. That was that was smart. Um, but in the fifth movie, Mark Hoffman steals Strom's cell phone out of his evidence and uses it to call Dan Erickson. Dan answers it thinking it's Strom, but how would he think it was Strom if his if his phone is supposed to be in evidence? Why would he automatically assume it was Strom? Um, By the way. Agent uh, Peter Strom, who I think looks like uh, Hoffman. Uh, no, um, who was the My Name Is Earl guy? Oh, <laughs> Lee. Um, uh, Jason Lee. Jason, Jason Lee. Lee. Yeah, I think he looks like Jason Lee on steroids. Yeah, uh, but he oh, was I'm also steroids. he was on the he was on the Gilmore Girls. <laughs> was he really? I never yeah. I never watched yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah uh, so. The next thing is has to do with John John's Kramer's wealth and his cancer treatment. Part of the whole thing that starts this is he's denied uh, he's denied medical care because you know with his insurance is denying him care. But he's a wealthy wealthy man. Wouldn't he have better insurance than that? Or no, would he be able I, to pay for it out of pocket? Out of pocket. Yeah. I, if he's no, able to no. afford all of these traps and this in this elaborate stuff because he's super wealthy, why wouldn't he pay for his his own treatment? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna debunk that one. That's in Saw Six, um, the healthcare movie, as I uh, as I uh, uh, labeled it. Um, basically. He was talking to the 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 healthcare uh, the the head of the guy you know the head of the corporation and all that. He's going, it's not the money. I have the money. It's the principle. It's the principle. That's what he was saying. He said but it was the principle. Why didn't he just go to pay for it anyway? Like you know what I mean? I, oh you, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Why you didn't nothing he stopping him? It? Yeah, I mean I can oh, understand right. going ahead and <laughs> going ahead and killing the insurance agent, but why not just Fix your cancer, Just pay too. for it, dude. Fix yeah. It. Well, well, this is one of the things I was thinking of. It's like, instead of calling this saw, it's like, what not to do when you're diagnosed with cancer. That's what it should be uh, labeled as. Drain all your funds trying to kill other people who have nothing <laughs> yeah. to do with you. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then this one is in part six or seven, I think, where um, uh, both Erickson, or I, actually, I'm not sure what number this is. Um, both Erickson and Lindsay Perez, the I think they're FBI agents, they suspect yeah. Hoffman of being Jigsaw's accomplice, but yet they bring him along to the audio lab with any without any protection or backup at all. Yeah. Um, number two, let's see. Uh, oh, saw the final chapter. Uh, let's see. I can't remember what it was. Oh, this one had to do with uh, medical records and the veterans. Yeah, that one. I they, Oh, they they were, let's see. Halloran is able to look up Logan's medical records and prescription history on the Department of Veteran Affairs website, despite the type of stuff falling under doctor-patient confidentiality. He'd have to have a court order to be able to find that information. And then John's grave... Um, 
Logan would have to be would have needed to be dug up in order to be uh, replaced with the body replaced of Edgar Munson. And yet, when the police go to dig up John's grave, they don't notice that it had been supposedly obviously tampered with in the last few days, um, like a new you know new grave digging or whatever. But of what? course, the police in this series and in all horror series uh, are just typically not very bright. What was the deal with that with that redhead chick in Jigsaw? Oh my gosh, she was yeah. That one horny, in Jigsaw, I wasn't sure about for, her for Jigsaw, and I mean she. Oh yeah, she's creating all these uh, uh, contraptions like uh, John Kramer has done. It's like, what are we do even doing here? It, I mean, it it looked the film looked completely different than all the rest of the films. It looked higher quality, clearer, a lot more colors, but holy crap, Jigsaw was an absolute like. What am I even watching? And even uh, the guy at the end, uh, who was the doctor, just seems like stone face. And... Is Jigsaw the one that starts out with the the two guys with the girl hanging over the saw, and they're like no, in a storefront? Was, uh, was that Spiral? Yeah. N- no, that was Jigsaw. That was Jigsaw. That was Jigsaw. Where... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I actually kind of what... like Jigsaw actually. I didn't really? Mind, Did I didn't, you? I didn't mind Jigsaw so much. I mean, I wouldn't say I loved it, but it, I'd probably I, rate it higher than most of the others. I, I, I did like the fact that uh, they had the five people uh, chained up with the pails over their heads, and they're all getting dragged, and there's one guy getting just dragged. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's not even getting up. This, you know. It, yeah, it was final. Final chapter was the one that had the. Uh, the two guys with the girl. Oh, is that what it was? Head. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, cause they were out in a public square because I, I made a note of it. I was confused why when the machine started going and could kill all three of those people in that glass case in a public square for everyone to see. And the cops come and again, inept cops. Yeah. The cops seem more, Concerned about crowd control than to trying to break the glass. <laughs> well, we'll never get like these, glass. <laughs> these people are these people are getting unruly. Let's get them back in an organized oh, fashion. Yeah. No, that part I, was terrible. Well, I no, I, thought, I loved it. I, I thought, loved it thought, because they had the two boyfriends with the with the girl hanging up above. Is going. I'm breaking up with you. Yeah, and they I killed thought it a was girl. Funny. I thought it was funny, but yeah. in reality, if you watched. They didn't really have to move very far to have the saw not hit her. No, like not at they all. Kept yeah, moving no, back no, and no. forth, and the saw was. They actually had to make a, a, a an effort to have her die. Actually, that was one thing that I kept wanting out of this franchise was for you know, all right, I'm Jigsaw. I do. I've got cancer. I do nothing but think of ways to kill people. But would it be great if somebody just got out of one of these things just once. Yeah. They, you know, well, I mean, like, a couple did, right? Well, yeah. But I mean, like that, that didn't go falling into his like, Oh, oh I'm going to be the next jigsaw. Yeah, now yeah, I'm yeah. like, I just, I would Went just love just for live. someone to just, yeah, I'm just going to solve the puzzle, take this contraption off my face and I'm going to walk out of this abandoned warehouse. Like nothing ever happened. Well, I mean, they did actually, because part yeah. the final, uh, chapter did yeah, have a like a uh, what a, a kind of a group therapy session of people who were survivors, right? Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, I mean, there were there was like a couple of them that just actually like survived. I, I think there was a black woman that um, lost her arm. Well, no, no, there was another one. Um, not sure like how, but I, I didn't see anything missing from her or or scars. But yeah, but the one that lost her arm, she was like, I didn't learn anything from this. <laughs> I, I think great. what I was, I think what I was hoping for is. I just would have thought would have been entertaining and funny is while the tapes playing and you're listening to this monologue on tape from jigsaw, I would have loved for someone to have gotten out of it so quick that they were done before the instructions even ended on the tape. <laughs> like, yeah, done. Yeah. Yeah. I know how to pick a lock. Yep. I'm out of here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or or like do a spoof where it's people who just want to die. <laughs> they automatically just yeah. like slam their head into the saw yeah. or whatever. <laughs> Before the tape's yeah. even done, yeah. Wait, I want to wait, play wait, a wait, game. Wait. <laughs> game over. It's, it's yeah. already game over for me for like mispronouncing <laughs> words. What, what was your uh, favorite uh, trap, you know, or game out of the whole series? Like what popped up in your mind? I I enjoyed I don't know that this is my favorite but the one that comes to the forefront of my head mm-hmm. is in 7 or the final chapter whatever it was um the carjack Nazis Oh wait oh with Chester were, from Lincoln Park yeah, yeah one guy one guy is glued to the driver's seat his girlfriend is under the running back tire he's got a friend behind him that's uh, got his jaw attached to the car and another friend that he's going to run into if this car goes away. The, I, and it, it kicks off in the best way because throughout all of this, Jigsaw was recording on these little um, micro cassettes. But this one, 8-track. 8-track. Because it was playing in the car when yep. this guy woke up. So that's I, that was one of my favorites. I, I, I like that one, too. That was like a complete like Looney Tunes like you know trap. But the 8-track... When um, the detectives were trying to, like, record it, they couldn't because it was all garbled because it was an A-track. Love that one, yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, Matt? Yeah, I would say probably the the neo-Nazi uh, death scene was probably my favorite, yeah. Huh. Yeah, I, thought, I just thought it was elaborate, but, you know, it was kind of funny, too. Um so yeah, like because I liked when the car takes off and the guy's the guy's chin and his arms chin. just go flying off. I, I actually yep. laughed at that. So, um, Mark, what was yours? Um, I, I'm, I'm gonna have to go. I think just with the trap with the original Saw movie, just to get the gun and you know he's just sawing off his uh, his foot. I think that's. It was just one elaborate trap. That's just, that's what I like, you know, about it the most. But here, here's one thing that I'm, I'm always like wondering about: Adam in the original, when you see him, uh, uh, as you wish, guy, uh, Carl Yules, Yules, Yules. Was, you mean Carrie Elwes? Yes, that's his name. See, I'm dead. You know, bear trap, <laughs> mispronounced. So he's loading the gun. Why didn't Adam just jump in the freaking tub, man? And he would have been fine. He wouldn't have been shot. 
I because they didn't write it that way. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't I, know. I guess I don't know. Yeah, I don't it, know. It, it is a movie. I was screaming. I was just like, "Jump in the tub! Jump in the tub! You're not going to get shot." Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, so I guess overall, would you guys recommend that people sit down and waste, you know, no. twelve hours of Absolutely. their life? And, no. Absolutely. I I would say start it up. I I wouldn't go past seven. You know, once he, yeah. I, you could skip Jigsaw, you can skip P- Spiral. Those are just absolutely Joe, reckless. I thought you were going to love Spiral because it's like, it's like uh, no, I'm not going to talk about it. Actually, I, I would compare I would compare this quite a lot to like the Final Destination franchise mm-hmm. because it's, again, a very formulaic movie yeah. The it, over and over again. And all they do is try to come up with different kills or more creative kills. And a weird and a different movie. twist at the end and that kind right. of thing. Although I will say, I, between the two, I probably like Final Destination movies better. Oh, by far, by far. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's a, I'd no, have to, really. I'd have to sit. No, I just have to sit down and think about that one. I have no idea because I I don't care for either of them that much. But I can't. Did you I, pick you pick the franchise, man. One has I, Ramona Flowers and the other one doesn't. So. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, the fact that part two was like almost, I think, was it part two that was almost two hours long? It, it was way too long. No, way too part long. three. Was part, part three? three? Was, One of them was yeah, way too long. Yeah, part three was the longest. But that was my favorite. I, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed uh, the doctor and the whole scenario of like, uh, you know, relieving uh, the pressure out of his brain. I, I don't know. It was fun. It was fun to me. I mean, it, I would it, recommend... The first one, and I'd recommend maybe what you know, try, given the next couple a try, and if you're really into it, you might like it, you know. But I, I mean, I wouldn't, I, I don't feel the need to go out and say, man, you got to watch the Saw franchise, you know. I've, I've um, heard a lot of people say that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I mean, yeah. I, I'm sure a lot of people really like it. I, I'm not, yeah, you know, I'm not doubting that. I know it's obviously they have how many nine movies, then a lot of people really love it. And looking online, there's a lot of people who love talking about it. And, and there's certainly those little details, you know, among, especially the first seven movies that really allow people to engage in it. Yeah. It's, it is intricately crafted. So I, I know there's a lot for people to sink their teeth into with it as well. But I, I would like to point out, I appreciate you know whether they're they're working or not, or real or not, somebody had to build all of these contraptions. Some prop master had to build yeah. all this stuff. And yeah. no, the practical uh, effects were were great. I, I appreciate all of those things. It's just I don't know, just didn't care for. It. I I'm wondering, have you guys watched uh, the the Purge franchise? Is it similar to this, or is it similar to this? I think uh, no. I've seen two or three of them, mm. but it is not similar to this. Okay. Yeah, it's not. It's 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 um more psychological uh with just how society is yeah. and how okay. it goes. Yeah. They are similar in the same concept of they start with a great mm-hmm. concept for a first movie and then the more they do, the more it gets deteriorated. Correct. Mm. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Well, watch them in reverse order. No. <laughs> no, I've never watched it, so I can't watch it in reverse order. I got to watch it in in You've regular seen order. You seen Purge though, right? I've seen 
I I believe I I came into the first one about halfway through, so I've never seen that one from beginning to end actually. So and I've just it's it's one that I've always wanted to get to, and then I just never have. I don't know. So it's just it's just such a like a a great concept to put yourself into a scenario, one of those kind of like uh, franchises, and like what would you do? And uh, I would fail miserably. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of people that would probably want to kill me. <laughs> anything else on on uh, the purge, or I'm sorry, on on Saw franchise? <laughs> oh, I I I really enjoyed it. Um, I I bought the whole uh, eight film collection and nice. uh, less than uh, for twenty bucks, and it was it was worth it for me. And I I, I really enjoyed it. I watched the whole thing for free on. Uh, Apple TV Plus. It was on Apple. Well, they have Stars as like a channel, and but I didn't get charged for Stars as a channel, so I don't know how I was able to watch the whole thing because I don't have a, a subscription Congratulations. to Stars. But yeah. Well, I own it, and and I I actually really enjoyed it, and I you know what I'm gonna dive back into it not this year or next year or the year after, but. Um, I, I think I'm going to dive back into <laughs> what year this. Do you th- what year are you expecting to dive back I don't know, like probably 2026. I'm going to dive back hmm. into it. All right. I'll hold I'm just going to hang on to it until the grandkids might want to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you have the whole set, Joe? Yeah, I do. Except Spiral? Well, I... Um, no, I gave him Spiral. No, I, I have Spiral digitally now. Thanks so much. Oh, Thank you, Mark. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, hey, congratulations! <laughs> you know, I would, I, I do. There are certain franchises I go back and watch over and over, like Friday the Thirteenth, Halloween. Um, really, just those two, Air- I guess. Do you really? Do you, Matt? Come on. Do, do you watch? Do, do you watch you really the airplane watch franchise? I don't watch the. I mean, I don't get into all the way down to like seven and eight, but I'll probably watch. I watch the first six. Um, yeah, relative. I mean, not regularly, but every few years, yeah. yeah. Do you really? Oh. Yeah. Oh. oh, that warms my heart. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then of course Halloween. I I pretty much watch that franchise almost every year, except for the Rob Rob Zombie versions. And I guess there were a couple that I hadn't really seen, but well, after no, Halloween I, I had kills. seen them. After what? Halloween Kills, I'm I'm definitely watch rewatching uh, Halloween like every year. Yeah, that's gonna be in I, the franchise. Well, that's gonna be great. Halloween Kills. Um, anything else about Saw? Halloween ends. Joe, anything else? Any parting words about Saw franchise? I uh, I say give it a shot if you haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, oh, definitely give it yeah, a shot. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't not like it. Yeah. Mark loved it. Joe did not it. like it. I liked some of it. So that's good. Not yeah. a, I mean, I, 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 I will say it wasn't as bad as the, I guess, what was the most painful thing that we've watched? I guess clown, the clown episode was pretty. No, no you can't say the clown, clown because episode, that whole man. episode, you guys kept going back and saying, Joe, I actually, that was, was kind of fun. Oh, no, that's yeah, true. no, it, it, what it's was not the, most the painful? clown episode. What was the most painful that we've watched? For me, probably before this was maybe 
maybe Final Destination, but that wasn't that painful for me. Super Fan Returns is the most painful episode <laughs> yeah. that we've actually had. Yeah, no, um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think this is probably. I don't know. Was it Gremlins? No, I, I liked that. No, Gremlins was fun. Yeah, Gremlins was fun. Yeah, I guess it wasn't. There wasn't a franchise. Class, hmm? Classic horror. No, I enjoyed that. That was fun. Yeah, classic fun. Yeah, yeah classic horror. So, uh, since we have talked in a very shallow way about the Saw franchise, it, it makes me wonder what is our next episode? And Joe What's Jans, our beloved. Mr. Joe, it is his turn to pick, and he is, from what I understand, prepared to announce the next, uh, the theme of the next episode. What will it be, Joe? Uh, I'm I'm horking this from Matt. This was his idea, but I'm stealing it because um, I we are all collectively, I'm sure at this point, fed up with all the bumbling cops. Mm-hmm. So I would like to watch a movie that has some. Good cops. Mm-hmm. Some cops that actually have a brain on their shoulders. Mm-hmm. Therefore, we are going to watch one film, and it is seven. Oh yeah! And actually, Brad Pitt, Morgan Freeman. This is oh going to be. This is going to make Isky very happy too, because this is one of his favorite movies. Uh, and this uh, is one of my favorite movies. It's a fantastic film. Time. So uh, we will. We will have to have some trivia at the end of that one. Oh well. yeah. Oh okay okay. Oh, hang on one second. Though. Actually, We're I think do it's Mark's trivia. turn to do trivia. Oh, I, I, I am more than happy to do the trivia. Are you then. sure it's not my turn to do trivia? No, I'll, I'll do trivia. Wait, wait, wait. a minute. Wait, no, well, Joe, I don't know. Actually, you, I don't Joe, remember the last time Joe did trivia. It's your pick, Joe. If it's if it's Joe's pick, he has a choice to be trivia. Well, no, because I. But I, I have I, to say one thing. No, Halloween I have to say was one my thing. pick. Halloween was my pick. No, Halloween but, was my pick, but I did trivia. Halloween was not. Was it? No, actually, I don't well, know. Well, no, it was, was your pick. pick, but I did the trivia. Actually, I don't know if Halloween was a pick because I think it, we just did it because it, it was something we planned way ahead of time. Okay, no, 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 this is no. How I'm we fine. Keep, I'm fine with Joe. Audience, I'm fine with Joe keep doing audience the trivia. No, look, look, yeah. I'm, I'm fine with Joe doing trivia because Joe is like fair. He's he he's fair. Matt is not. So I'm I'm totally fine with that because. Every time that it's rigged, it's Matt doing it. It's totally Matt doing I've it. I've had several because people no, comment no, to me and Matt, say, that was beautiful it. what you did. <laughs> no, listen. No, listen. Matt rigs it. It's like He did it for the final destination with the five part with the beginning, and then what, Matt rigged it. What did it. I do with that one? I don't you understand. You rigged it. You rigged it at the beginning. You rigged it at the beginning. You, How? You because you you said all right so what's the final or uh the first like uh beginning action uh kills at uh final destination you didn't say five points at the beginning you gave them five points at the end and then when we did uh, the screen. No, I said the question was worth no, five points when he got you it. You did not at the beginning. No, you said, oh, hey, five Mark. points. And then Mark. you said uh, for Mark. the scream, you said the Mark. scream. No, hang on, Joe. No, you're fine. You're totally fine. No, I'm talking about Matt. We're, and then for the scream uh, episode. He's got notes. You literally, you literally, <laughs> literally set up the questions for me to jump on it, you know, you rigged it for me to jump on it. You rigged the questions for me to lose. No, so I said yes, you did. I yes, you did. To the question no, yes, the you end. did, Matt. No, no, I've had. I, I'm getting way I, too many people like saying, commenting, <laughs> going, 
It's going, Mark, win a contest. It's going, well, I can't win a contest. Like, I'm totally fine. If I lose a contest, that's fine. I'm not a sore loser. But when Matt right. rigged right. it. Sounding like a sore loser. I'm yeah. not a sore loser. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Joe. All right. I'm, I'm going to do the trivia. All questions. right. All right. And we're going to watch seven. Yeah. And an example of one of the questions will be something like this. What is the name of the movie that we're about to watch? Seven. Minus two. Well, you got to Mark. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Joe, don't do this. Don't do this. Let's have a real honest trivia. I, Matt, no, Joe, you, you're really honest. Don't do this to me. Don't do this. Don't uh, go on the dark side with Matt. You know what? There's nothing wrong with re, to, with designing the questions in case somebody wants to jump no, on no, them too No, quickly. absolutely not. Like, when, I I, like a... when the question was... When what's her name Casey is making the popcorn, she's she's no no that shit that's bullshit man that's bullshit no 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 just because I'm knowledgeable and I can jump on a question because I know the question I shouldn't be penalized for it. So basically, after I say we're gonna uh, we're gonna watch the next movie is seven, so I just cut from there till now for editing purposes. Just cut all this stuff out. <laughs> Are we really going to make our listeners listen? Yeah, I know. Yes, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm very know. excited about the episode of Seven, and That's I hope fun. you come up with some very creative questions, the corresponding trivia. Yeah, yeah. and uh, as long as it's legal, as long as it's legal, very legal. Do, I'll, I'll do see as about many trick getting questions a, as you can, Joe. I love it. I'll no, see about getting a permit. <laughs> yeah. As Oh, okay. All right. Well, that is I would it. like to remind everyone yes. to go visit our website, CinescareHorror.com, yep. and follow us on all the social media, because you never know when Mark's going to post a nasty picture. <laughs> yes, sir. You never know when that's going to happen. Yep. You never yeah, know. It could, it, gonna... could, it could happen at 8 o'clock in the morning. could yep. happen at midnight. <laughs> yep. You just don't know. We might get banned. So subscribe and follow. If you don't yep. hear from us for a few days, it might be that we got banned because of a picture Kicked Mark off posted of Facebook. on accident. Yep. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, have a great night, everybody. <laughs> see ya. All right. Well, that's it for this time. We will see you next time. Good night, everybody. And it will not be rigged next week. I'm in the matter to the sea. It's, it's already game over for me for like mispronouncing words. <laughs>